Hi there, I'm Dr. Paula McDonald, and I welcome you to my podcast, Live Today. It's here that together we'll explore the concept of balance as God designed it to be for us, His children. Balance of the mind, the body, and the spirit. And it's what I've named Theosynthesis. And it's here, waiting for you. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Paula McDonald with the Live Today podcast. This is number 88, and we are starting a new series called Wired to Know God. And I cannot begin to tell you how excited I am to share this new series with you. You are the first to hear about this topic that I believe will bless your socks off. And those of you who have been following me, you know my passion for science and for God. And as he has revealed to me, these two are very intertwined because God created everything and therefore science and its laws were created by him. And as much as modern scientists would like for themselves and others to believe that they have all the answers to the origins of the universe, well, sadly, these theories have been pounded into our heads in public schools and universities. Every textbook contains the information that the world formed from a big bang or an organic soup mix. (laughs) And as a former biology teacher, you guys, I have read through many, many, many science textbooks, and each one shares these same Big Bang Theory thoughts. In reading these narratives, it almost reads like, well, no, it doesn't almost, it does read like a science fiction movie. And here is a perfect example of the exact wording from a very popular high school biology textbook. And I quote, The Big Bang Theory is the most accepted cosmological model explaining the origin and evolution of the universe. The theory says that all the energy and space-time in the universe were initially contained in an infinitely dense, hot, and incredibly tiny singularity. A massive expansion is believed to have started out from that super hot and super dense speck about 13.8 billion years ago, end quote. Got to take this apart just a little bit. So hang with me for just a moment because I believe this is foundational information for this topic of Wired to Know God that we're going to be getting into. So first, It talks about a Big Bang theory, and it's important to note that a theory is a theory. It is not a law. It's an unproved assumption, and it is something that cannot be replicated in a lab or in an experimental setting, right? Because none of us were there 13.8 billion years ago, so we can't replicate it, and we can't know for sure, so it's a theory. The most accepted cosmological model is what it says. Well, by whom? Well, the scientific community, the universities and professors who lead them. The next, it says, origin and evolution of the universe. 
An origin, of course, means the point in which something arose. Evolution can either mean microevolution, which means small changes over time, or most commonly known is macroevolution, which are huge changes that occur very rapidly and quickly, such as the suggestion of one species of animal morphing into a new or different species. Fourth, it says all the energy of the universe was initially contained in an infinitely dense, hot, tiny singularity. You guys, that made me go, huh? That's exactly what that quote says. So here's my questions. Where did that energy originate? (laughs) Where did this universe come from? And what is a dense, hot, tiny singularity? Very strange narrative there. And then fifth, it says a massive expansion is believed to have started out from this tiny dot. Well, we do know the cause and effect principle in science. So as a former science teacher, the question is this, if this were true, well, then what caused the tiny speck to suddenly massively expand? And where did the tiny speck come from? Very important questions. So thank you for hanging in there with me on this topic. But I really believe that in order to get into this wired to know God concept, I have to go there a bit. And so this takes me into the introduction into the Wired to Know God series. And what on earth does this mean? Well, this topic is going to take us on a serious adventure of how we were all created by the Creator, God. And it just makes sense that the Creator would create His people with a mechanism to know Him. However, In his infinite wisdom, he also created us with our own ability to make choices. And those choices include having the right to determine to either seek God or to deny and ignore him. And so a common question is, why would he give us this free will option? Well, if you think about it, forced love is not love. If you have to force someone to love you, they are under your thumb. Loving you then, it's not a choice. It's a duty. And so God desires those who love him to come to him willingly and with the right heart. Imagine his sadness when he creates us and some will never know him and they will deny him and they will spit in his face. But on the flip side, He delights when we come to him on our own and when we give him our whole hearts. Each of us can relate to the validation we receive when someone falls in love with us out of their own desire. Well, he's the same way. My thesis when I wrote the book Theosynthesis Live Today is based off the point that because we are wired by God to know him, when we say no to him, It leaves us with a God gap. And because there is this void, we're going to fill this void with anything and everything but God himself. And many will turn to filling that void 
with instant gratification, such as drugs and alcohol. Others will fill the void with physical addictions, such as even the worship of physical fitness overly, sports, beauty, and on and on. And so let me give you a breakdown of this series that we're going to dig into some topics that I believe are going to be new to you. I think they're going to be very exciting and eye-opening and brain-expanding. So we're going to have a big bang in our brains. How's that? (laughs) So we're going to talk about these. Spiritual neuroscience. We're going to talk about being hardwired for faith. The anatomy of the God brain. And then tapping into your God brain. Being created by the Creator the heart-brain connection, the God gap, chemicals that are in our brains, how prayer changes the brain, and the science of faith. And then at the end of this series, I believe that you are going to come away with a new appreciation of our Creator and that because you are wired to know God, it's going to arm you with the confidence of your faith with a new way to defend your faith. And throughout history, no one has been successful in snuffing out Christ and religion. Many have tried via communism, torture, isolation, threats, and yes, even science. People worship science. Many more people worship science more than God or put God to the side and science is their God. And despite all of these efforts, faith and belief in God have continued to remain in almost every culture across the globe. And due to this fact, many in the various fields of science have put significant strides into studying what they call this God phenomenon. So no matter how advanced we believe we are in science and technology, There are still no definitive answers for the age of the earth, the extreme and exact complexities found not only in living organisms, but also in the exactness of our world. We know that DNA is extremely complex, and even the tiniest bacterium contain many strands of DNA, even in that tiniest little thing. And we know that codes are a sign of intelligent design and not randomly existing. (laughs) We were going to go into this topic much deeper in the next few episodes. And also, there have been no proof ever of something that's non-living suddenly springing forth into new life. And as much as scientists would like to believe that they can take the place of the intelligent designer God, never has anyone replicated life from non-life. They have to have something starting with life to create new life, but they cannot replicate life from a non-living thing that didn't once have life. You understand what I'm saying? So as we dive into these questions about God, his design, the human brain, and even into emotions and feelings, we will no doubt use logic and common sense to answer and discuss intelligently 
that God did indeed design his creation. And as sciency as we might desire to be, that, that's a new word I think I just created, science cannot explain feelings such as love. In fact, all of us know that this feeling of love is very real, but we know that we can't really explain it. And just because we, we can't scientifically prove that love exists, we all know that it does. So the same goes for the proof of an intelligent designer. While we cannot see him, we know he exists. Just like our love, our connection to God is very real, very valid, and something we experience on a personal level. So do you believe that you are wired to know God? Stay with me through this series, and I know that you're going to come away with a deeper faith, some excellent tools in your apologetical backpack, which means to defend your faith, and an awe and respect for our incredible, intelligent designer, God. So buckle up and get ready to dig into some excellent topics. We will be expanding our theological horizons big time. And these topics are not fluffy, shallow, faith-based discussions. God's Word tells us to get off the spiritual milk and to move to solid foods. And as believers, we are commanded to grow in our knowledge and wisdom and faith throughout our spiritual journey. We simply cannot stay in a spiritual infancy, you guys. We have a responsibility to grow and mature. Hebrews 5.14 says, But solid food is for the mature, who by constant use have trained themselves to distinguish good from evil. With this directive straight from Scripture, how will you respond? Will you go deeper with me as we get into this series, Wired to Know God? I trust that you will take this journey with me to uncover the truths about our Almighty God, His Word, and His incredible, intelligent design. And I hope that you will head to my website at drpaulamcdonald.com. I have lots of resources and Bible studies and more for you to dig into that will help you keep your focus on Christ, on your health, and your well-being. And did you know that I have another podcast called Exhale Bible Discovery? Well, it's an in-depth, chapter-by-chapter study of the Word of God that will help you get to know your Bible, leading you into a maturation of your faith and knowledge of God. Well, God created you to live in abundance with Him. May you fully live today as you discover how you are wired to know God. And I pray that this podcast will encourage and equip you as you grasp the truth of being wired to know God. Go and live this day fully. Live today, my friends. Thank you for joining me, friends. My prayer for you is that you would seek to live today and every day in balance and in abundant connection with God. 